Welcome back to Fantasy OT. Let's talk about a couple of starts and sits heading into week seven. So my number one start of the week is Kenneth Walker. Kenneth Walker is the RB10 in PPR leagues this year. He already has six touchdowns on the ground, and I think he's well on pace to beat the nine touchdowns he had last year. This week, he has a great matchup against Arizona, who have allowed the ninth most rushing yards per game with around 133, and the third most rushing touchdowns in total with around eight. Walker's averaging around 17 touches per game, and while he hasn't been the most efficient, averaging around 4.2 yards per carry, he has dominated this backfield, with the next closest running back in Zach Charbonnet having less than half the amount of snaps than Walker does. And this week, Charbonnet is actually nursing a hamstring injury and is yet to practice, and is looking very doubtful to play. So Walker should get all the work he can handle. What I also like about Walker is the fact that his role in the passing game has grown this year. He already has 10 receptions for 100 yards, and last year he had 27 receptions for 165 yards total. So I feel like no matter what, he's going to have an opportunity to make plays and also get in the end zone. If Zach Charbonnet isn't able to go, DJ Dallas will likely back up Walker, but I can't imagine that Dallas will get more than a few carries just to spell Walker. My number two start of the week is Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis is actually the WR23 in PPR leagues this year, and that's actually pretty impressive given the low volume he's received. He averages around five targets per game, but he's been really efficient with his targets. He has the 10th highest yards per catch with around 16.1, and he already has four touchdowns, and I think he has a great chance to get into the end zone again this week against New England. New England allows the seventh most points per game with around 25.3, and the Bills have beat the Patriots four straight times, it wouldn't be surprising if they make it five. Especially with how bad they've been reeling recently. The Patriots look dysfunctional on offense and defense. I think Belichick will still operate the way he usually does and try to take away the number one target on the Bills, which should be Stephon Diggs. And Diggs will definitely get shadow coverage more than likely, so Davis should be the person that they rely on a little bit more to pick up the receiving slack. Moving over to sits, my number one sit of the week is Rashad White. Rashad White has had every opportunity to produce this year, but he just hasn't. He's dominated this backfield with around 78% of the snaps per game. He gets around 17 touches per game, but it just hasn't equated to results. He only has one touchdown in total, and he averages a disgusting 3.3 yards per carry. And this week, he gets a very tough Atlanta defense, who have only allowed one touchdown in total on the ground this year. They've also allowed the 10th fewest rushing yards per game with 99. So I think it's a big ask to expect White to produce anything more than RB3 numbers at best. Last week, we saw the Buccaneers finally shift their mentality a bit. We saw Keyshawn Vaughn get involved, which led to White getting the fewest amount of touches he has in any game with only 10. Vaughn wasn't very efficient with his touches, but I think it's a sign that the Buccaneers are looking for a spark. And I think White's role may start to get diminished moving forward, unless he can show something quickly. If you absolutely have to start him, I would probably start him in PPR over standard leagues just because of his role in the passing game. But even then, the upside has just not been there. My last sit of the week is Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy is the WR61 on the year. And yes, he did miss week one, but when he's been on the field, he just hasn't been effective. He's averaging a career low 11.1 yards per catch, and he has yet to score a touchdown. And this week he gets a Packers defense that's allowed the second fewest passing yards per game with around 215. And they've only allowed five passing touchdowns on the year. Judy's averaging around six targets per game, and I think he's a pretty clear number two to Cortland Sutton at this point. And I don't see that changing this week. Russell Wilson may have gotten better this year, but I still don't trust him or this offense. Denver seems to be a dumpster fire. They're letting go of everyone. We saw Frank Clark get released. We saw Randy Gregory get traded. And I think they're in a state of flux. 
At this point, it kind of seems like they're just trying to recover whatever they can from the failed Russell Wilson trade. And I think Judy may actually end up being on the trading block, especially with them having Marvin Mims. I would not be shocked at all to see Judy get shipped off and for Mims to get a deeper look. And if they do keep Judy, they may still give Mims a deeper look anyway. Mims looks more explosive at this point, and I think Judy is best left on your bench until he can show some consistency or we see this offense take a turn. Those are my starts and sits for week seven. Thank you so much for watching. Please subscribe and let me know your thoughts on week seven in the comments below.